0: Hi, I'm
1: John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Kevin Spacey's obvious red flag. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about
0: movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up.
2: You're the first one I've seen at one of these things that dresses like a woman. Not like a woman thinks a man would dress if he was a woman. Thank you, I guess.
1: Can I get you anything? Coffee? Tea?
2: Me? I have
1: a hefty.
0: And a bod for sin. Is there anything wrong with that?
1: Cute
2: theme uh, song. I didn't know they let bad girls into these things. Do I look like I don't belong here? Do do. I have a head for business and a bod for sin. Is there anything
1: wrong with that? Do do. Miss Parker, if I were you, I'd go to your office and take a long last look around. Because in about five minutes, I'm going to see to it that you get the but-boot, but-good. You cannot. I but-can, and I but-will. Now get your... Pony ass. Pony but-ass out of my sight. But-but-but-do-do. All right. All right.
0: All right. We're going pretty far back for this one. 19 double snowmen. 88, uh, for a movie that has the two leads, Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver, who are actually supporting actors to the actual lead, Melanie Griffith, uh, also with, uh, Alec Baldwin, Joan Cusack, Oliver Platt and, and the, uh, big screen first appearance of Mr. X-Files himself, David Duchovny. Apparently visible, though I don't remember seeing him in the closet where they're hiding uh, for that secret birthday party.
1: Jesus, I don't remember seeing him either.
0: No, I didn't see it. I didn't know to look for it. I'd have to go back and check it out. Oh, and Kevin Spacey um, plays a cokehead uh, crazy person who tries to force himself on someone. So Kevin Spacey, everybody. (laughs) Olympia Dukakis also. Ricky Lake gets in here. Um so there's some pretty uh, big names. People making some uh, moves here. This was Harrison Ford's first rom com. I don't know. This movie's not that funny. It's
1: this not is that a romy either. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. Cool. Shots of
1: fire. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, funny.
0: This one runs just under two hours. Thankfully, made for like just under thirty million. Made around a hundred. So um, it actually. Also got Melanie Griffith a uh, Oscar nomination.
2: That's jo- uh, young. Okay, that was shocking. nominated that's for shocking.
0: five Academy Awards. Nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress for both Joan Cusack and Sigourney Weaver, and Best Original Song, which won "Let the River Run," oh music God. and lyrics by Carly Simon. So this movie won a fucking Oscar, yo. Um, okay, oh so God. we do this pod um, remotely now because it's just a lot easier, and it's also a lot, uh, yeah, just way easier. So I'm looking at the guys right now, and both of them are just cratered by the Academy Awards story that I just told. What the hell?
2: So I've always um, like, I've always liked this movie, but I never would have imagined that. Um, Melanie Griffith would get any kind of an award or nomination for her performance in this movie. It always <laughs> comes Joan off... Or Joan
1: Cusack or Sigourney Weaver.
2: Us even, or even Harrison or, Ford, any of them. Well,
1: Mike Nichols was doing okay for most the of the
2: The directing, it, there's nothing wrong with the directing, but I don't feel like it would come off as Academy <laughs> <What>? Award. <when laughs> and that song made what? my
1: ears bleed. <laughs> what
2: did I love Joan song. Cusack I love do the song. in this movie? The song
1: deserves
0: the Oscar. To you, guys are, an Oscar. you guys are wrong about the song. If you, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid if, like not. Some other movies that year was A Fish Called Wanda. Um
2: not Oscar ready
0: The Accidental Tourist. I don't know. Dangerous remember Liaisons, it. Mississippi Burning, uh Rain Man, did I say that already? Um the Big came out this year. Um. Yeah. So, like, I guess it wasn't super deep. Sigourney Weaver was nominated for *Gorillas in the Mist* as Best Actress, although Jodie Foster won for *The Accused*. Accused. I can't remember did you ever having seen Burning? *The Accused*. Yeah, I did. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, oh, shit. and Kevin Kline won the Oscar for *A Fish Called Wanda* in this year. That's that's amazing.
2: Wow, that, I didn't know that anyone won an Oscar for *A Fish Called Wanda* either. Me neither, yeah. but I
1: actually like. That movie and Kevin Klein in that movie asshole.
2: I am thinking we add that one to the list. Hey, absolutely, yeah. We should. Oh, okay. That was on the list sometime. Yeah,
0: we'll get it up there. We'll get it up there. Okay, so that's actually shocking. um, What I've just discovered about that. Um, So this movie, my history with it, anyway, it does not go deep. I had seen like bits and pieces of it, but never sat down to watch this movie start to finish.
2: Brent's watched it um, twice
1: <laughs> in like the last fucking month,
2: I think. Yeah, uh, all for the show, all
0: for you. And Colin, Colin's the one who has history with this show, um, and and brought it all up on our radar and attention. And we, we female said, "Empowerment, baby, we got to have that female lead month of January." And he's like, "Working girl, motherfuckers." And on its face, maybe it'd be like, "This is interesting because you got tests and she's got the craziest fucking hair you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Her friend, too.
1: (laughs) And she works
0: in a, like, a trading, stock trading business, some shit like that. Um, She's, she's like, got some education, but all the guys around her are pretty douchey, and they're trying to just, you know, pass her by and treat her like a whatever. Uh, So she tells everybody to go pound sand and runs away and ends up getting another job uh, under Catherine. Catherine Parker um, does mergers and acquisitions work. And so working for her, Tess is at first super pumped. But Tess comes up with a good idea that Catherine first passes off as only an okay idea, but then runs immediately to the client uh, and Tess finds that out. So Tess i don't know i could say she has to work hard i could say she's got to get revenge on her other boss for stealing her idea but one way or another we're gonna see if she's a working girl but not in that uh hooker with a heart of gold kind of way it's more the business woman with the heart of gold with the bod for sin um yeah so she's gonna try and make it and get the deal done while her boss broke her leg and is out of the picture oh and she'll also fuck his boy her, her boss's boyfriend accidentally kind of accidentally on purpose then she's sorry not sorry not you know sorry not, sorry not sorry kind of thing yeah. so, but it's true love right so she, it's not a problem not <laughs> it's that, true love.
2: she's not aware that it is her boss's boyfriend he no does she that's a not toe. why she finds out like the the, the in bed after she slept that's with him that's right like right. but, she is, but she
0: is comforted by the fact that he says he's going to be leaving her. She does not. She like forgives him pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, she also and it, that's witnesses One hell him doing of a coincidence, well. ladies and gentlemen. One hell of a coincidence right there. They yeah. end up unknowingly meeting and banging because I mean, you know what? I... You could think that's whatever. Harrison Ford though. It is comes off as a pretty big piece of shit doesn't he because he's like with sigourney weaver and sigourney weaver in her mind anyway she's like i've made it known and i've done this and and we're having a good time and it so it doesn't seem like dude is like doing anything but playing and not ready to settle and he's like this new thing is great and this old one's going out the window uh as soon as i can so he's kind of a big piece of shit in this movie isn't he
1: play has got to play it's an kidding. old model ford <laughs> It's uh, a yeah, it duck face uh, Puffy lip uh, uh, What was the thing? Fleshlight uh, Harrison Ford <laughs> Oh yeah it's, he not a take coincidence. What he get.
2: it's not a coincidence though that they meet Because <laughs> she meets him Because the email from Sigourney Weaver Went to him Saying I'll do you want to you- take a look at this Do you want to get a look at this deal So she hooked up to with him To sell the deal yeah. And then ended up hooking up with him, hooking up with she him. She so brings actually, him
1: to the offices that Sigourney Weaver works at. She apparently has the same job at the same company. She brings <laughs> him to the office. He doesn't know, and there's no questions asked about any of that. That it's is right 100% away, true. That's it's true. right yep. away broken. It's, you can't even fucking step foot <laughs> into this movie Without realizing that doesn't make sense.
2: You could have had one line because he knows that Sigourney Weaver is in Switzerland in the hospital. He knows where she is. So you could have had one line in the movie where he said, um, I know another person who works for uh, your company. Do you know blah, blah, blah? And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, I know her. You could have. You could, that's all you would have needed. Yeah. She's new because she, Sigourney Weaver had just moved to New York. And so she could have been like, I don't really know her that well, but she just, she just joined the... The East Coast firm or whatever. That's all she had to do. Mergers yeah. and
1: acquisitions, they're both in the same fucking department and they don't know each other doing a fucking multi-million dollar meal in the eight in deal in the eighties. They know each other. It's like <laughs> they work <laughs> across the fucking hall from each other. Do you know what I mean? The fact that he goes there, fucks this woman, and nobody <laughs> thinks that anybody knows anybody else. Is asinine.
2: Yeah, well, it's yeah. silly for him to sleep with her because she would, he would or should know that it's a co- direct co-worker in the same office. But, yeah, but he don't care
1: because he's but, a fucking
0: player,
2: But I also don't... Though. But if <laughs> That's the
1: key right there.
2: But if you go to my office in Toronto, they have three full floors and no one knows anybody. And no one talks to anybody. And everybody has their own two or three little friends. And they don't know anybody else in the three floors of the office. So that's kind Fair. of, that's not too crazy, but he would know that his fiance, the woman he wants to be his fiance, works at that same firm. You would think. He would 100% yeah. know that. And the thing he, is, is that yeah.
1: all those floors don't really talk to each other because they're different departments. These people yes. are in the exact same role, in the exact same department. It's true. In the exact same company. There's no way that they don't interrupt. But she, she could say she
2: knows. She could have said she knew Sigourney Weaver, but he would have she never sure been. She sure could. I mean, that changes
1: have... the dynamic to more, uh, like, it, clearly they become more pieces of shit, both of yeah. them. But he would have never. that means that they both, like, had, well, not her, I guess. She wouldn't necessarily have put together that he is that person. But he would, I mean, it. that is a hundred notches down towards hell there.
2: Yeah, I'm telling right. you, man. You yeah. could have fixed it, but it doesn't make any sense as it stands.
0: Um. Okay. So as it stands, though, um, was tests, was what tested illegal, immoral, or uh, a an an acceptable form of revenge slash self serving?
1: I think all of them.
2: Okay. She crosses so many lines, but at the same time, the point of the movie is that she does do that because her boss is gonna screw her, and unless you take the reins take charge of your life, you're never gonna succeed so I mean they set that up in the the themes i don't know she's she she would be fired she would they would not at the end of yeah. this movie give her because she admits she did it. She pretended she was yeah, someone no, else in sure. the company, yeah. and that she was going to misrepresent herself, who she was. They wouldn't give her an office and a promotion. <laughs>
1: no, so let's think, think about this. Well, like, she didn't. She didn't get it from them. She got a new job.
2: Yeah. L- let's think about
0: this. I that guess.
2: Uh, um, would you hire that person Brent if you were on? If you were them, <laughs> maybe. So you're if saying knew, that if, if I knew
1: that the idea was stolen. Right? And that they had like balls out, like just went to take back what was theirs from some entitled cunt. I'd fucking respect that. I'm fucking burn the system down type of person. Let's fucking okay. go. Okay.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Okay. If,
1: if, and that's why, okay. So I shouldn't have said it's immoral. I should say, which like there is a, a really big ethical dilemma there. Like you are definitely not supposed to pretend to be someone you're not and take people down legal and liable fucking wormholes. Right. She could have went to However, HR. If someone is stealing, like like your idea, like you're very something that can make the difference for you and your family, right? Um, maybe fix that fucking hair. Uh, get,
2: <laughs> but get, so, John, get Joan so, fucking
1: I'll, some makeup. Uh, so,
2: so, I'll, but you know. I'll put it another way for Johnny. So Johnny, if you would have known that she would have misrepresented herself, pretended she was her boss while her boss was away. Because her boss was trying to steal her idea, but she could have went to HR and told them. Um, But she didn't do that. She did this other thing instead. Would you be like, you got gusto, kid. You're coming to work with me and my company. I mean,
0: that's the best case scenario you can hope for. But what was her plan exactly? Like to do the deal? It was obvious, but to prove it to herself, to prove it to someone else, but like did she think she was going to get a good job out of it? Did she I know think- at some point she'd be discovered and instantly fired? Like a lot of resources were used up getting the numbers crunched like all Harrison Ford's time. He looks like a, you know, $150 an hour kind of guy. In the um, 80s, yeah. So all the stuff that he did, like how did she get the approvals, the signatures through corporate? Like there had to have been like some darker things that we didn't get to see. She was falsifying who emails. Who thinks of such things, right? Yeah, she was she, falsifying probably and signing things she shouldn't no, have. No, she did typed emails. That. She
2: typed emails to people that weren't from her. Like the, her coming to the reception or whatever. Oh, no, yeah. that was her telling her. I guess that was, her. no one knows who she and, really is, yeah. But anyway, like it's, for a
1: it, it, for a... Bank, right?
2: It's, uh, it's a bank some kind or of a... a
1: financial institution.
2: It's a financial institution, yeah. It's not a bank, okay, it's because like a hedge I, I fund then, or something.
1: I can then buy that bank, that but... she could be involved in the in the financial pivot, right? Without yeah. having yeah. a bunch of uh, alarms go off. Because you got Harrison's side, which would be doing legal, right? Yeah. Her side would be mostly fucking boilerplate, likely, right? As far as and the financial yeah, like, yeah. obligations yeah. and uh, responsibilities. And then, you know, the fucking rich uncle money back, uh, his lawyers would do the same shit for his side. Well, so but, I could see so, maybe, uh, like, I can imagine that happening. So, I, like, I,
0: what, what, let's say, sorry, Colin, let's say um, that she doesn't leave her day planner behind at, at Sigourney Weaver's and they go and they they do the deal and they all shake hands like, then what? That's what I'm just, that's what I couldn't figure out when I started thinking about it. it was like, what would she have expected to happen next? Cause it took things going completely sideways for the dude to lean on her, um, and, and end up hiring her to realize she was like a lady of her word. She, she could do the job even though she was just a secretary. I, I, anyway, I was just wondering, um, i don't know at the end of the day how moral or not i think what she did is it's kind of shitty what she does but i also like kind of want her to do it because what her boss did to her was really shitty i just i don't know if it justifies it at the end of the day um because i i just got to say this i just don't really like melanie griffith um
2: in this as a lead why, like why would you? Say i would that? say i would say that <laughs> My my interpretation of her acting style in this, watching it this time <laughs> under the the guise of hold up is that she looks like a mannequin trying to act. Yeah. Like a mannequin.
1: I think yeah, like, she just so woke like, up before they did every scene. Even when she she's like sleeping supposed to get and angry. Like, Belly. She was like, oh, let's go to the fog lines.
2: Her emotion stays at the same tone except for one time whether she's angry or upset, it always stays at the same monotone except for when she says the line about her getting her bony ass out of here. And then it goes up like one octave maybe. Like <laughs> like no one walking past her when she said, go get your bony ass out of here would have like even turned the look because it just <laughs> sounded like casual conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is strange. But at the same time, I will say that I always get behind her character and want her to succeed. Um, I don't know if her shitty acting like ruins all of that for me. That's really bad. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough. I
0: I struggle because I would draw a parallel between this movie and another movie called um, The Secret of My Success.
2: Oh, God, I haven't seen that in years. But I also know that I'm not a huge fan of a lot of Michael J. Fox's earlier stuff.
1: So I have never seen it. But it came out the year before I'm familiar this. with it because my brother had the book and I know that everyone saw the movie and I remembered that fucking song like crazy all the fucking time. That
2: movie would be unwatchable, I bet. I uh, like unwatchable. I, I think it would be you get like 10 uh, minutes yeah, and yeah. you'd stop. It'll be a 10 minute or for sure.
1: There's like that would be along the same lines as like a weekend at Bernie's or something, wouldn't it? Like as far as being unwatchable I, level, it made more than working girl. Yeah, uh, maybe. Michael J. Fox and is made better for a than fraction. anybody in this movie. Actually, I can't say that because Sigourney Weaver and Harrison Ford are pretty cool. I'll
2: um, bet you so. didn't get nominated for five Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but neither certainly. should this have. No, this shouldn't have. But like it's Isn't still it better. Insane? It's still better What's than her that. What's the name and
1: from my cousin Vinny deserves that Oscar, like ten times more than any other ones nominated in this movie? No, totally. Yes. And
2: I will say though, too, that the um the acting um, I don't know. Like Sigourney Weaver's fine. Harrison Ford is fine. Harrison Ford is kind of a goofball in this. Yeah. He yeah. seem there's a couple of scenes where he gets serious, but a lot of the time he seems kind of like a nerdy goofball. Which yeah. is but kind
0: of a fun side of Harrison Ford that you is, don't but, often get to see. You mostly it, you get to see his dull side. But it, the only get
2: problem is, Biden. is it. It doesn't when he when he does get serious with her the couple of times that doesn't kind of seem consistent with the type of person that would have been in his position. He seems more like a rascal or something. Like somebody who's not a ser- to be taken seriously. Rascal's um, a
1: great a great um a great term. Yeah. What he is. A rascal yeah. or a there's another scoundrel. One. scoundrel, thank you. Yeah. He is a scoundrel, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I you know what? Uh, as far as Harrison Ford's character goes in this movie, I don't mind him too much. Okay. Um, it, he's just interesting. He's very different. Uh, I've paid attention to more and more Harrison Ford movies and roles, and I don't ha- I don't know. I don't find he's, he's he's that good. So there's the certain roles that he seems fit for and does well in. Um, this one where he's playing the lighter kind of guy, and he like gets vulnerable at one point talking about a recent. Uh, bad business deal he had and it was like hard and maybe he took some flack for it or was even reprimanded at work or something and he was like Yeah, well come on trust me you're not going behind my back are you and I I thought he did good at all that stuff and definitely way better than the fucking wooden stick next to him
2: yeah that's fair I the other thing I really like about this movie and we talked about it earlier on when we were watching it was that they make her boss a woman which Sigourney Weaver plays and they, they do that for the for the writing for the best reason And it's because there were so many movies Like 9 to 5 and stuff that came before this Was like the shitty male boss Treats the women like You know garbage And they didn't do yeah. that in this They made them both women They actually made Sigourney Weaver younger than her too By a year which I liked So a younger woman And um she's as shitty as all of the men You've seen in this role before To, to her like yeah, I love at the ending when she's like asking for help from Harrison Ford or whatever. She's like, help me out here or whatever. She's just like such a piece of shit. So yeah. um, I love that they did that because it takes away the, um, the obvious like, oh, it's men against women. Ma- like toxic masculinity against a woman. They don't do that in this state. So for me, that's fresh. It's fresh to today, I think. Well,
1: that's what I was saying. I I love that part of the movie. Was that it wasn't um, it wasn't like women against men, right? Like m- the patriarchy or the mat- or the fucking matriarchy or anything. that. It was just down with the fucking bosses, right?
2: Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> like horrible bosses when it's which the is female- a really confusing
1: thing because that's a really anti-work type of fucking message. And then, the whole movie is like her whole purpose is to get a fucking desk job at the end.
2: <laughs> I know that was the funniest thing. I laughed the hardest when he said that <laughs> when the music was playing and the camera was pulling back, you were like, so she did all this to get a fucking desk job. <laughs> 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 That's it.
1: <laughs> Dude, how many millions was that deal?
2: Yeah. 68 million. 60, I,
1: yeah, almost 70 million. But so I will say...
2: But I will say though that she gets a desk I,
1: job, no finder's and, fee. It was her whole fucking idea. She should be set up to like uh, take a year off in fucking France with uh, duck lips. Yeah, yeah, duck
2: lips. But I would say though that I like that because I think I've always liked that ending because she wasn't. She doesn't get a million dollars, and she doesn't like you know. She doesn't ride off into the sunset. She she just gets to be a part of part of this. Like she gets a fair shot at it, and that's that's it. Like it's simple, right? It's like it's the same with movies like um, Boogie Nights. Don't don't get me wrong. This is nowhere near as good as Boogie Nights. But where the the (laughs) the, the goals of the characters are very simple. He just wants to own his own stereo store. She she just wants to, to see her kid. He she just wants to be able to get a job that she believes she deserves, and she couldn't go to Harvard to get the job. But there is balance. But
1: there is balance in all the other things that you were talking about in Boogie Nights. That's what makes it good, is that the stakes are commensurate with like the fucking objective, right? Yeah, and in this, it's just not the case because her deal is so big, way too big a limb. Yeah, for that little of a payoff, unless you consider that that's, payoff that's is like I'm a saying. plea bargain. Like she was shooting for the moon, <laughs> and then and then they respect her and they like give her a shot. Do you know what I mean? That's what she wanted to happen. Like if Tony the deal Tony through? she robbed the card game, gave the money back, and they were like, "We respect it." Come yeah, on, yeah.
2: Well, John's right when he said that she. Sorry, John. Okay. No, but when he said that she, um, what would she have done? Had the plan gone perfectly, she would have what pulled Harrison Ford aside and said, "Oh, by After the way, I've been lying to you yeah. this whole time. Now that the deal has come through, I'm just an, a secretary and I've been scamming you." Because if I'd she would have to had trask. to, have, if she would have had to have said those things instead of Sigourney Weaver, it would have come <laughs> off so much differently. <laughs> yeah, because Sigourney is totally accusatory, and she would have been confessing to uh, the the ethics of it. And the morals of it. So yeah, she would have been really screwed had Sigourney Weaver not come in and been such a bitch. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's true.
2: And I said, what if Sigourney Weaver came in the room and just told the truth? She gave me an idea. I was shopping it around. When I was on vacation, she pretended to be me and then started shopping her idea around and put this deal together. What if Sigourney would have came in and just told the truth? Yeah, She'd it been, doesn't matter how fucked. capable she would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, that's what it's she should have done because yeah. she wasn't doing anything. That is anything. what she should have done.
1: She was she was being unethical, taking an idea that wasn't hers and then trying to steal it. Yeah, yeah, she but was. But her ego is just illegal. too big. Her ego is way too big. But I mean, yeah. like, she is in a role. If you report up to somebody, right? Yeah, like frequently, this is the way that the world works. I'm not a fan of it, but it is the way that the fucking world works when you're in an office shit like that you have ideas you bring them to your boss your boss champions them right yeah and then after you prove yourself you get a chance to fucking move up or you suck dicks or you you know catch somebody in a secret (laughs) yeah
0: yeah um maybe one of the reasons why melanie griffith I don't find her that great in this movie, even though nominated I mean, for an Oscar Oscar. It's kind of well known how badly she was struggling with with booze and drugs at this time, um including showing up with Alec Baldwin so wasted on set one morning um that he find her like an equivalent of a, a day's worth of shooting on set and then assigned a nurse to her so that she could be constantly tested for alcohol through the rest of the shoot.
1: I feel like you can see it. She looks weathered frequently in this. And, yeah. And, and I don't find that it's because of ages. Like, I think I said, I was like, does she not sleep ever? Like, it's, it's I mean, her crow's feet looked like, like a murder of crows were fucking standing there. Shouldn't have these fucking, these big bags and these crazy lines like this for being the character she's supposed to.
2: No, Brent's yeah. right. The other thing I noticed this time watching the movie is the person who makes out in this movie is Alec Baldwin. He gets a boat and he trades up for the hot brunette. I mean, like, who's making out on this? It's He's the winner. He yeah. wins life. He's got his <laughs> boat too. Like, fuck, he's got a boat, baby. It's
1: because <laughs> God gave him chest hair right up to his fucking nose. He
2: That's was it. supposed to play the Harrison Ford role. He was originally cast as the Harrison Ford role Jack Trainer. It was going to be Baldwin. But the studio said that nobody knew who he was and she was also kind of unknown. So you had to have a star. So they had to go to him and tell him, hey, we're sorry, but the studio said, you're not this, this, that, that role, but we'll give you this one. And they said to his credit, he said, okay. And he came in every day and he knocked that character out of the park. So, I think
1: Baldwin would be great in the other role too, to tell you the truth. I think I
2: do too. I do too. That's why they hired him. They really wanted him. I think he yeah. would have made a great Jack Trainer. Hmm. Think about him saying all of that dialogue. It would I think it would have been better than Ford. Honestly. Baldwin's got
1: Baldwin's got a a good Charmed. range, I find. He's a charming motherfucker. Yeah, but he's also like really comedically gifted. Like, he yeah, seems no, to he know is. how to not take himself seriously. Maybe that's something he developed over time. I can't say that he had it earlier, but... Yeah,
2: I kind of wish now I I, I want to see his performance. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I think he'd have been really good. Uh, it's too bad. But anyway, so that's Chris, interesting. But I think his character does make out, man. At the end, at the wedding... Like that was the thing we talked about too. He Melanie Griffith doesn't get a ch- choice to go back. She maybe she would have gone back had he been standing there and said, "I still love you, and want to marry?" You. And she'd have been like, "Yes, yes, let's get back." But he he turns her down. He's yeah. like got a chick on him, and he's like, "Yeah, we're having a great so- time or whatever." <laughs> So typically in story,
0: typically in storytelling, you want your characters to make the decisions that change their lives. It's not it's not usually as good if it's always outside things changing and they have to like they're forced to conform. That can work sometimes. But um, if you want like a good story of personal growth and shit like that, then um, you need that. You need that that kind of personal growth to be shown.
2: He he should have came up to her after the wedding and said, "Come on, let's give this one more shot." And she should have said, "I can't go back to my yeah, life anymore. That would have been I've, better." I've too, I'm too different now. Yeah. Instead, it would never she, work. she wants yeah.
0: him and goes back, and he just goes away. And then she's like, "Oh no, now I have to go in this direction."
2: Yeah. I have nothing left
0: she, to lose. I don't know. It could be looked That's as bad writing. At the bottom. And that's an. E- that's but bad writing. Incredibly it's an flat. Anyway,
1: she should be changing in this movie, and she doesn't. Because she's so her, fucking her, flat. Her, like, her position changes. Yeah. Yeah. But she herself is no. flat. No. It's, I mean, it's, not only does she not fucking like emote ever, but yeah, she does not <laughs> as a You don't see the change. Anywhere.
2: You don't see the change in her Brent's right. You don't really see it. Even and I'm not at saying the end you
1: always need the character to have change, but in this, she does need to have change. Well,
2: you're supposed to, yeah. The whole story is that she she grows and becomes Something yeah. else, yeah. You're are right.
0: Are we sure? Are we sure it's that and not the Erin brockovich where everything changes around her because she yep. is so no. good and noble and yep, sure I'm about that? No, sure, no.
1: sure about that one. In this, in this situation, I think <laughs> it's not in this um, situation at all. No, how do you not. feel, Joe? <laughs> you said that like there is a chance. No, I don't. Are you just think devil's like advocate that at all? No, I, I just.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna put it out there as a test because I don't think it does either, like particularly well.
1: No, I mean, I'd I'd be lying if I said I didn't try to consider the lens of that, right, with it to see if there was something about it. But the best that I can come to explain this movie is that it's capitalist propaganda. And (laughs) that's the only way that this movie makes sense for getting made, because if it got made for just being a movie sense, then it's pretty fucking shitty. And yeah. I guess uh, it, as a love story she I wins. I shouldn't call it already. I'm sorry, but
2: Cap, Capital I can't no. The hide death. Ca- capital capitalist propaganda is a very good uh way of looking at this movie, I think. I think you're right. It's the 80s. It's the 80s. It, it's the way it, it goes. Like
0: I I was so shocked at some of the social constructs that existed like here that are highlighted like at the time it might have even seemed reasonable that Joan Cusack was trying to Get Melanie Griffith to forgive Alec Baldwin to kind of like keep the peace, and it might have been reasonable that she was upset that her wedding was being ruined a little bit, and and that just people weren't being nice to each other. And I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She walked in on them banging. There's no like, you just don't yeah, get over that, and, and you as a best too. friend, you don't tell your friend to get over it just to make peace. Oh, just forgive
1: him. It's not like you. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, and that ruins the movie further because at the end that's still her best friend. Like she doesn't escape that. She should be escaping that. That person is toxic, terrible fucking friend. That's right. Friend.
2: Yeah, she and should. And if that
1: if that's involved in the movie like that where your friend is like guilting you for not getting over somebody fucking cheating on you? Yeah. And I mean, Jesus. There's no it, victory that, that to be part, had in this movie for me. In more
0: in more modern um rom-coms there's usually something like it's the person is um like um what was our new year's movie uh can't buy me love where he's leaving his friend group and his friends are just pissed that he doesn't spend time with them anymore they were close and that's the gap that 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 gets jeopardized and um and and puts their friendship at jeopardy in this it's like <laughs> It's not that their friendship with Jeopardy, it's that her friend is fucking such a control freak that she's like, it must be correct with you and him together at all costs. Be there for me. Life perfect. Merp, merp, I am Joan Cusack. Selfish. Guys, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's super selfish. It some of too.
2: the quotes <laughs> I'm hearing about this, her acting too. So one of the Rotten Tomatoes uh, approvals is, wait, Sigourney Weaver and Harrison Ford could be funny. Melanie Griffith can act crazy. Melanie Griffith can act. What like was she so bad before this? Was she? Was she? Yes. Did she have her eyes closed and her arms up in the air, walk like a zombie, and <sighs> then she stopped doing that, and it was like, oh my god! Like, how could she be any worse than this? I don't understand. <laughs> what she doesn't emote? Has she ever worked on stage in a play? Like, she doesn't put out any energy or how she's feeling doesn't she doesn't express it in any way she must
1: be andy griffith's daughter that's how she got her hollywood pass oh my god yeah
2: but like who is saying that she's an amazing actress in this
1: i don't know <laughs> well 80s people but everyone was on coke in 88 yeah it seems that way well, so they probably shines. didn't really think about it too much
2: if she was on <laughs> coke maybe she would have emoted cuz she would have had some energy get her some coke
0: I don't know man so it, it's it it constantly wrecked me in this movie how flat she was it made the movie really slow and draggy for me um it seemed to take like some some deta- detours here and there for stuff that's just not I don't know at the end of the day like I don't find this movie overly romantic um or overly like hard work you know pays off at the end of the day like there's no doubt she worked hard to do the shit, but it was just kind of a crazy plan that I don't think she thought through very well. It must have seemed that's why it seemed so crazy to her and her friends. Um, so yeah, as a, as a like a, the comedy part of this and the romantic part of this are kind of a little bit challenged. In my mind, I think I think Harrison Ford puts some puts some good heart into this. And you know what I think every time I see Sigourney Weaver and do something in a role that's like whatever. I think back to like Aliens, which she just annihilated, crushed, played incredibly well, that hard role. And then like was in a movie like this and actually does a good job of being exactly what she needs to be. You hate her in this. She's a Snake.
1: She's and really she like funny. Is, she is They're good. good. She's They're such great. a great part.
2: Yeah, but her the the person is right that I mean, one thing that that person was right in their review is that Harrison Ford and Sigourney Weaver are both really funny in this. Yeah, I don't and, think Oscar uh, nomination supporting actor no. Sigourney Weaver, but no, funny but like charm, really charming good too. Yeah, Harrison Ford's charming, uh, and so I feel like she holds the movie back, if anything. Think, think. I don't know who you could have put in that role, but I put pretty much anybody else would have done a better job. Anybody, Jodie Foster. Yeah, I mean that would have been an interesting choice.
0: She has the she has the comedic timing, like that would have made this character much more interesting instead of like the the weird uh, Melanie Griffith. What she's famous for is like talking. And not blinking, and then change and changing her face into this uncontrollably huge smile. But she keeps talking with the big smile on her and face she while she's big-eyed a, and staring has, at someone and being so there with the voice and shit. I don't know. I'm sorry. What, what is like with Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis could have crushed this too.
2: Oh, she's good. There's like the that.
0: right. There's the right role uh, casting for this. Maybe Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Mm.
2: Sigourney Weaver is Helen also in a great a mm. comedy where she plays the mother <laughs> yeah, <appears> and daughter. <laughs> what do you think? Who are the mother and daughter that are scamming people? And um, Sigourney Weaver plays Honey the boo-boo? mom. Oh, uh, uh, yeah! I can't remember what the, the the title of the movie is, but she's really funny in that. Mm. She uh, she she plays a con artist with her daughter, and they con rich people into her marrying them, and then her daughter seduces them on, and then she fa- finds her and her daughter che- cheating. with them <laughs> Uh, um, they take the money or what? Yeah, and then they take the divorce money And I, I, what, There's a lot of other big name actors in there Ray Liotta is one of the husbands they scam And um, Gene Hackman is another one So like the cast is stellar And she does accents She does a Russian accent She Because she, she's always changing her character And playing a con artist She's really, really good in that She shows her chops Yeah, And it's like a half an hour comedy too So it's great I, We'll have to remember what the name is I can't mm. remember what it's called now, but Sigourney has mm. been good always. Like, what yeah. was the first? Remember you? Uh, what was the first movie you saw her? Got you guys saw her in Ghostbusters. Probably, One of them, for yeah. Yeah. probably, that, probably, probably for me, around
0: that. That I would have eventually saw. I think I saw Aliens before I saw Alien.
2: Oh no, I didn't. But yeah, I love Aliens. Um, it's better than Alien. And Killer's then uh, copycat.
1: I'm showing her immediately.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's just see. Yeah that 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 movie's got some got some chops, chops. Good things about it. <clears throat> um,
1: what do we think?
0: I don't know. Do we need what more? Do we got anyone got anything crazy to talk about? I don't feel like this?
1: this movie deserves more conversation.
0: Oh hey, do you want to call it gonna, Brent to like tell us what I you do. think but, for reels?
2: But, but, but wait a sec though. But you guys okay. have gone through all the things you've pretty much liked about it. I guess yeah, you guys did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the list is small.
2: <laughs> it is small.
1: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hold up this movie. It's I won't even say it's fine. Um I would <laughs> say it's on the wrong hallway. side of the tracks for me and I will never watch it again if I can help it. I watched it twice this month. Like I've absorbed <laughs> this movie I think sufficiently to fucking guess how I feel about it accurately and it's just not there. I'm I understand why it's nostalgic to Colin because I can easily see how this movie back in the day before you really know anything about movies or (laughs) behavior or acting um, and this kind of thing could maybe seem fun you get caught up in the coked up 80s but it's not there now and I really really sad about it but Jamie Lee what the fuck Uh, Sigourney Weaver Harrison Ford are both good. Um, but Melanie Griffith is a problem. And Joan Cusack's character is problem just conceptually. Just to look at, yeah. Right? It's hard. Like Joan Cusack, if in that role or not, who cares? That character is a fucking problem <laughs> in the whole movie there. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. So, yeah. No, sorry. It doesn't hold up. <laughs>
2: So I may as well. John, do you want to go? Or you want me to go? You
1: go ahead, buddy. You give her.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't hold up. It's definitely, it's definitely got too many problems. Melanie Griffith being one of them. I still am happy at the end when she succeeds, but I mean, not happy enough to just <laughs> to, to make up for all of the flaws that are going on in the movie. And once again, some the the big ones for me always come with the turns in the story and uh, the way at the ending, that, that that's a huge mistake they made at her friend's wedding. That mm. they did not give her the choice to opt out of the relationship with Baldwin, that it was already chosen for her. That's just like the biggest blunder. I can't believe people missed that. Um, well, think a, about
1: also the choice that they make for her to take that massive chance to pretend to be somebody else, to lie, cheat, and steal effectively to get what she wants. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um. What the fuck? And then at the end, she doesn't even speak up for herself. Sigourney Weaver comes in, accuse, right? Accuses, accuses, and then she just she just gives up. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? That's not <laughs> the same person we fucking met. Sorry, Colin. Continue.
2: Anyways, it doesn't hold up for sure. Uh, it's not a hold up. Um, I. I I, I got I found the movie that I was talking about. It's called Wedding Crashers. It's called oh, Heartbreakers, sorry, Heartbreakers, Heartbreakers, <laughs> and it's and her daughter is played by Jennifer Love Hewitt, <laughs> and Jennifer Love Hewitt also at her prime, so like beautiful, gorgeous, and Gene Hackman, look at handsome and motherfucker. Yeah. So, anyways, I highly look recommend at the way they did that
1: box so dirty. They fucking airbrushed the shit out of those two ladies. <laughs> so bad. and they definitely didn't even touch up Gene. He looks rough, and in the background, and the ladies look like polished as shit.
2: But in the movie, though, he has they do they do enhance liver spots on his head and stuff because she. And then when he smokes, his teeth are brown and stuff, and he tries to kiss Sigourney Weaver all the time, and she's playing a Russian like woman, and uh, and she's obviously always trying to avoid like having any kind of physical contact with him. So they really play that up on the poster mm-hmm. as well. But I, if you guys haven't seen this, I bet you it's ninety minutes long and it's fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I, right. I, I do want to watch it because better, so right. like better than working girl. We, we, could probably do this.
2: Yeah, if it's, it's better than it's working it's girl, two thousand one baby, two thousand. I guess John's yeah. already projecting his, uh, his uh, call here.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> I really don't like this movie. I don't like it a lot. <laughs> uh, it's not That's interesting. It. I don't think this is empowering to women. This should have been an empowering movie. And it it's just not. And that, that really bothered me. I couldn't get my mind wrapped around like some of the casual nudity in this movie, which just seemed out of place for the, this type of movie. Like this movie has a scene where she's just vacuuming the floor topless.
2: Topless, yeah.
0: And it's just like, here's some t- Melanie Griffiths tits. Here you go. And, it's, and then like the only other time... You see her boobs in this is when uh, it's in the sex scene with Harrison Ford, but after Sigourney Weaver calls, so after it's all ruined, then she turns over. and It's like there, look, like there's a little nipple slip. So, uh, like usually, I th- I would have thought that like those scenes end up in movies for a purpose, right? Like it's it's there to be hot or it's there to be one thing or another. So when it's just casual nudity, it should be reinforcing something about the character, like she's just one of us or something like that. I don't know. Maybe 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 it does to some people, is but it just confused that seems me very was weird um, boners like prudish, what rudish
1: i guess i guess maybe because like why should nudity be such a fucking crazy thing like, but it just it's I a guess, fucking tit it's a tit
0: i know like uh, yes yes so in today's TV television um it, it is i think a bit more a bit more uh okay to have that casual stuff like um uh, what's his name shows his dick in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, yeah, right. That that's fine, and that worked for that character because that was an amusing moment, and I was like, ha, oh, chuckle, cock, great, because they don't show cock on TV. Well, much.
2: it's the way they show the cock though, because he sh- she's dumping him, and he he's standing there naked, and uh, like Arl, right? He be- he bends over his at one point. His dick is
1: the punchline. Yes, yeah, right, and okay, he, good, he bends yes, for over. a purpose.
2: He, he'll bend over at one point in pain and like his, yeah. he'll be turned around his ass. He's an asshole. His yeah. <laughs> that's right? stuff's so, all great. Yeah. So funny,
0: done for a purpose. The stuff that's in this movie, I just can't figure it out because it's not hot and it's not Here, proving a point. It's not I supporting can, a character. It's just there. And then it's, I'm like, but why? This I movie give is you a little long. Okay, I give go. give you
2: the answer to your question. It's because it. you've never had the vacuum a, loom in a bra. <laughs> that's why.
1: Uh, fine. That's
2: absolutely <laughs> that's fine. true.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely fine.
1: Yep. That's true. <laughs> Hillary yeah. did say it seemed very true to life. She was yeah. like, she was like, I thought it was uh, was normal.
2: Brent's always <laughs> like, naked. Uh, They're like in a nudist colony over there. If she's over there, she's probably wandering around naked right now.
1: She's not oh, yeah. here now, but that is the way. Like generally, we're, <laughs> you know, why not? You're home. Why not just be naked? And I think why not just normalize nakedness? It's not a big deal. It doesn't always need to be sexual. No, if I, we that's only true. View it sexually, then yeah. then I find it's leading us through even further yeah. in the wrong place.
0: Yeah. Once again, I'm not being prudish. I'm all for casual nudity. It just in this particular movie, it seemed super out of place to me.
1: I hear you. I'm just fair enough.
0: That's and that's just my own. That's my thing. Um,
1: <laughs> John's uncomfortable
2: with nudity, folks. Uh, What's his name? <laughs> but, but it's not <laughs> sexual. Nude. No. And never nude is funny. No.
0: Um, I think we got off on the wrong foot here.
2: Sorry about that. No, we definitely kidding. got off on the wrong something.
0: We got off on the wrong something with this movie. Anyway, yes. I just don't, I don't like it, and I really don't like her acting. And um, that's it. No, still gonna no, watch nice. this again.
2: It'll probably just be with Henry, but never. Probably no, still I won't, will. I won't stick I around. I out the river run. I love the song. I love it at the beginning. <laughs> I love it at the end. I listen to it when the I'm opening shot is sometimes. pretty impressive.
0: The opening shot, Mike Nichols does a good job it's on amazing. some of this stuff. Yeah, amazing. It's a, like a big shot around the Statue of Liberty and then down to the boat. That's all a one sure, shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, and then like the last scene has some heart, right? Where she thinks she's the secretary, but then she gets the office job. Like there's something about that that works, right? I the, love the, that. The mechanics I like of that, ending, that scene. Because yeah. like, like oh, thing. you're like funny misunderstanding. And she, she but it just... I don't know if it's that it doesn't feel earned or I just don't care. Probably both. <laughs> I, 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 in a different movie, that would have been like the highlight scene that won that actress the Oscar, but instead it was just fucking Melanie Griffith with her plastic face.
1: Yeah, I do agree. That scene had charm. I yeah. think it could have been done better like with someone else, like you say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In a different time, in a different movie. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> for next Just week. It's a whole different movie. I'm excited for it. next week um because our first two female lead movies uh majority held up. Uh and then yeah. this one does not. So now it's all down to Quentin Tarantino and Kill Bill. Can we save okay, it?
2: Okay, so she kills like uh, at least 100 people and most of them in sequence. So it's going to hold up. Right I think on. the
1: killing will hold up.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, the movie, because like, I, I want to judge this on its own and without taking into consideration yeah, part two. I do want to do no, part two right. at some let's point. No, you're right. Let's do
2: but. that. I agree. So we should consider this that they never made a sequel. Like Watch it as if this was a singular movie because I think that's the only way that I may hold up because I don't...
1: Ah, maybe the second one does too. I don't know. Don't get ahead of yourself here. Let's, uh, let's
0: yeah, go with let's one. See. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. We'll put it we'll in watch, there. We'll watch it. Or actually, let's put Kill Bill off a week and let's next week do a repeat performance of Working Girls so we can watch it one more time just to just to, just to explore a bit
1: more. We might have got it wrong. We might have got it wrong. Brent.
0: I think we got to do it again. Brent, you in?
1: Uh,
0: I know in. Hills will watch all it. Right. All right.
1: I'm in. I'm going to buy some Valium. Not to ever run. I have a, some Adivan, And uh, <laughs> I'll drink and we'll fucking get this going.
0: We'll call it a year.
1: Dude, call me Melanie Griffith. Right. I'll be sedated. Shit. All right, I'll play us out. <laughs>
0: Damn. Yep. But you know what? Fuck it. I, I hate her in this movie, so there you go. <laughs> I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to. I think she's probably an okay person, maybe, with some problems. I don't know. Fuck, what are we even saying now? Let's go and get out of this I don't episode. I Colin
1: realizes that's on his headphones.
0: Oh, I don't know either, because I don't hear any music, but he's, I don't he's hear jamming up some shit. But
1: he's... There you go. Oh,
0: there it comes.
1: That's gross. <laughs>
0: yes, that song. All right. Well, I'll start to wind it down right now, and maybe our own theme song can come over this shit. Um, <laughs> Oscar-winning song. Fucking. Come on, pull, please
2: play it out. Please play it out with this.
0: Pull, pull the bridge across and let the river run.
2: I'll listen to the episode if you end it with the song. <laughs> euthanasia set me free
0: yes let me go please the embrace sweet embrace of death awaits rather than let the river run coming at me again next week Kill Bill we'll see you then thanks for coming over for this one folks we had a ton of fun and we will continue to do so so we'll see you in next week's episode and as always until then enjoy your shit